0: Today's episode is going to be pretty exciting. I have an artist on. Not not too often do we get those. Uh, musical artist, sure, but a physical drawing artist. This guy's extravagant artwork can be seen on his Instagram account. We'll get to that soon. This episode, I hope... I'm putting, I'm putting a lot of pressure on you, I'm sorry. I hope it's going to be a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Peter Gerardo. What's going on, my man?
1: Hey, um... Not much. Uh, that 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 that's not a good beginning. Uh, some stuff. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, <laughs> it's Sweet. gonna be nice and short. Not a lot going on.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean the no. world. The world is crumbling in in, in front of us. Um. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. That's that's uh that's been a, that's been a that's been a big part of my life actually. Uh, like I think like I think the last I guess now two years of like the insanity of the world has been like a big uh part of like me drawing. Not that like. I'm inspired by anything like to like, you know, like a political cartoonist, but like to keep drawing, you know, and keep creating. So there's that at least, you know,
0: totally. You know, actually about that, um, for those that that obviously listen to the show, I'm sure you're you're intrigued by all the guests that we have on. And it seems that every single guest that has been on, including yourself, in a weird way, and because it's 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 hard to say that, like you, you even just touched on it. I'm inspired by the <laughs> pandemic, but it's this chance of like, oh wow! I had so much free time at my hands to just do what yeah. I love. Um, did you did you come up with? Because um, I'm sure, like, I don't. I don't. Do you have a, a daily job besides just drawing?
1: Yes. Uh, so I work for a toy company. I'm a I'm a freelance illustrator right now. Um, oh, I'm, I'm I'm happy about it, you know. Um, because so when the when the pandemic happened, uh, I was working. Basically, I was working at home already. Uh, but then I was let go because I was working for a uh, customer service rep company. And you know, I wasn't even mad about it because they had to like. It was like a it was a company that existed outside the country. Hmm. I guess they had these like uh, protocols, and the government was like, we need to like, uh take your company and like reevaluate it and create it into something to like help people who are in trouble, you know, like with the pandemic and have medical questions and that's not what I was doing. And I didn't have the training for that. So I was like, Oh, and then, you know, it sucked, but you know, I understood. So for a long time uh, I was at work and, you know, um, I, at first, like, it was just like, what am I gonna do now? You know, um, I'm at home with my family, which was I, I was felt lucky, and like everything was just like mask and fear and COVID, and you know I needed to do something to like, uh, you know, get my mind off of it. Uh, like most nights, I wouldn't sleep. Like I would be up until six in the morning, and like I'm, I'm a big fan of cooking, mm. so like I learned how to make so many things because I didn't want to go out and. know get food i learned how to make bagels i learned how to make lox i remember i learned how to make like like 17 chinese dishes so i could make a chinese buffet for my aunt and like then by and then by like 6 a.m when i was done cooking i would just wander the street because nobody was on there's no cars out even though it was 6 a.m in new york city there's no cars because no one's going anywhere so i was just walking in in the middle of the street waiting for the sun to come up and then i'd go to sleep that was my that was the beginning of the pandemic for me Straight up. Wow. And then well, how many
0: months were talking?
1: Um couple. I'm trying to even think of like a timeline at this point. That's um, that's actually
0: um kind of interesting because I know plenty of people yeah, of course we all got into the food stuff. We all got into baking and, and do that. But I think most of us by a certain time we're just like I'm burnt out from the day. <laughs> Wouldn't even imagine going out again. But you you decided I need you needed some fresh air. And, and did, th- did any of that 6am walking inspire you to do anything creatively?
1: Um, you know, it's funny. I haven't even thought about this for a while just cause it's not like a happy period, but I guess it was one morning and I was walking in my area. It was, you know, it's just, you know, it's like a suburban area and I'm walking down a couple streets and I noticed like, um, there was, I, I, I didn't even know this was a trend, but like, I guess like parents were having their kids like make like rainbows and putting mm. them on the window. And I saw a lot of them, so I took photos of them, and, like, you know, it felt nice to see them, like, you know, like, some positivity in the world. <laughs> so, from there, like, I bought a bunch. Of, I went on, like, Amazon and a couple other websites, and I bought, like, you know, rainbow decals and, like, little hearts, you know, like, decals, and, like, I put them on my window just like, to, like, cheer up, you know, the neighborhood a little bit, and that felt good. Um, And then from there, I don't know, like... I guess, like, everything kind of led to, like, uh, another friend of mine from college, uh, Nick, uh, Nick Zomo Art, uh, at Nick Zomo Art, great artist, like, amazing person, and uh, he, you know, we, we would talk art, and I was, always, you know, he's a really great filmmaker, uh, but he's also a phenomenal artist, um, and he came he came to me one, you know, day, like, a message on Instagram, and he was like, I want to do, like, a art twitch uh an art stream and i was like yeah okay um i didn't really think much of it and he was like yeah i want to do an art stream and like that'll be cool like we do it on twitch I, I, I didn't know anything about twitch like i i knew about it like i was like that's a place where people watch people play video games and even though i think video games are awesome i'm not a huge gamer so i never really went on it i was like okay cool that sounds good um but you know it was it was a really uh it was a really big way i lifted my spirit and like got me back into art more than ever before, because like it was it started small with just me and him, and like we would like do silly prompts like, uh, draw like Marvel characters but as DC characters and uh, draw cartoons from memory and so on. And then another friend of ours from college, uh, Matt Provenzano, an amazing filmmaker. Uh, he he's on there now, and it's the three of us with our producer Mitch, uh, who's. amazing friend and great producer and like every week now we draw for like our our followers we do like different prompts uh for halloween we even did like a live like uh a pumpkin carving stream which was really cool uh i do a book club uh so you know it, it was really it's really cool like that we were able to do that from uh you know from like i guess last january uh to now Uh, and it's you know that that was like a big thing it was nice like to connect with these people too because like I knew these people but uh we were never like we never really got a chance to like do something together and I feel like we made something really cool and the reason we made it was because like (laughs) you know like I you know he wasn't working because like Nick was Nick had a job in the library system and like libraries weren't open uh I wasn't working because I was out of work and so on and so forth so like the only work I was doing was like freelance and commissions which was something you know i i'm not going to complain about it um but yeah so it was you know that's definitely something that came out of it
0: oh yeah i mean is is that something that's continuing to this day yeah
1: uh yeah uh it's called zine queen i i I should have said that first uh (laughs) so it's called zine queen uh z-i-n-e-k-w-e-e-n uh it started as like a small independent publishing company for zines uh for anyone out there who doesn't know what a zine is it's like a self-published magazine that like artists and writers create. Sometimes they have poetry and art and little comics, and that's how it started for Mitch and Nick. But they wanted to expand and make it bigger, so now Zine Queen is a uh, Instagram has an Instagram handle. Um, we have our live our live stream every Wednesday and rotating Tuesdays. So, you know, uh, it's it's you know it's it's a lot of fun. Like we just it's just like a nice safe place to like be chill, draw, um, talk nerd stuff. You know.
0: I, yeah, I, I that that's definitely a space that is uh, needed for 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 many of us. Um, I, I'm actually glad that it didn't just phase out. Like, up oh, we're we're moving on. That was a fun little phase. It's fascinating to see how many people have actually kept up with the stuff that they figured out or learned during the pandemic. And and so kudos to you guys for doing that. Um, because I know for us we were. I had a, we had a different podcast and we ended that during the pandemic only because it was just like, it wasn't feasible mentally. I was burnt. And I think it was something that we were like, oh, let's start a new one. So this is where this came from. And so like the fact that you were able to take whatever negative negativity and positivity that were going on in your life at the time and you're like, no, you know what, I'm going to focus on this. That's, that's pretty awesome. Um. So clearly, like obviously, drawings a passion of yours. No denying that. Obviously, it's also your career. Um, is this something that you've been doing since you were a child? I mean, a lot of us, you know, we pick up a pen and paper, but were, were you any good at it? Were you doing it as a kid? <laughs>
1: um, I, I still don't think I'm that good at it. Um, I guess, yeah. Uh, I've always loved cartoons. That's so like, I guess, like for me, my passion is actually like cartoons, and animation, if anything um ever since i was a little kid like i'd be like drawing bugs bunny and yogi bear and fred flintstone and um for a while i thought that was what i was gonna do um then i don't don't know what happened like i guess i i don't know like i think my love of animation got confused with like my interest in film in high school Mm. and i kind of like didn't know what i wanted to do uh and i think like for for way too long uh, I didn't think that like making cartoons is something like I could do as a job. like it's not like you know it's it's crazy, but like you know, twelve years ago, uh, you know, when I you know when I first went to college, uh, you know it, it animation animation was still big, but like now like nowadays animation is just like just galaxies bigger than mm-hmm. it was then. like everything everyone wants animation like. Anything you could possibly think of has some kind of animated element, even if you don't realize it. Um, but, you know, back then I didn't know what I wanted to do. And, you know, like I was a teenager and, you know, I ended up moving to California for a girl. Uh, I did some stuff for the comic comic convention circuit for a while. And then some stuff happened and I ended up coming back. Um, you know, uh, but I don't regret like. The choices I make, because I used to like I used to like be like I lose a lot of time like you know um screwing around mm-hmm. but then like you know I kind of realized I was just kind of figuring stuff out um and even though like even though like I, I didn't have a degree at that point like I learned stuff I learned stuff about life and myself and people and you know and like business so I'm trying to take those lessons and then when I came back to uh, New York to Staten Island, when I was 23, I was like, "Oh, I might as well get my degree." So, <laughs> um, ended up getting, you know, I've, I, you know, bachelor's in media communications because I was like, you know, it's not animation, it's not cartoons, but it's media, you know. And I learned a lot, you know. I learned like the the layout of television, how it works, you know, like who's watching, how are they watching, how it works. Um, and yeah, uh, I guess like so from from like. 18 to like 23. I really didn't draw that much. Like uh it wasn't until like I was 23 and I came back and like I started like digitally drawing on my phone. Uh I, that's how I started. I had my phone, my you know, and I used my finger and I used like an art app I found and I just drew. Like if you it, I have a lot of posts now, but if you go all the way to the like first like 12 20 posts that I have, those are all dr- drawn with my finger. Oh wow. Um and I'm and I'm glad I did that. Because, like, everything I did, like, every every uh, step I took, you know, every piece of technology, I took my time with it and I learned it. And I feel like that's prepared me to, like, use, like, the stuff I use today. I know a lot of people use, like, Procreate and Apple I- iPad. Uh, I-, I use an XP-Pen tablet just because I like the feel, like, of sitting down and, you know, kind of just drawing like that. Oh, pardon me. Um, but, you know, uh, so, yeah, I mean... At this point, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to get like my work out there. I guess, uh, I guess I'm 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 cool with the title artist, you know, because it's funny because like a lot of people always ask me like, you know, what do you call yourself? Yeah. And I, I dabble in a lot of stuff. Artist is probably I guess like the best umbrella term. Um, but I I like to dabble in a lot of things. I dabble in animation, 3D animation, um, writing and stuff like that. Uh, and I guess like. The biggest stuff I've been working on since, you know, deciding I want to do this is like pitching, like pitching shows. That's something I I do a lot. Uh, like Nick, uh, the one I do the Nick Zomo, who I do the uh, Twitch with. Uh, he's he's one of my new uh, creative partners in this as well. Like that's part of the reason why we're working together too, because like uh, I don't want to go too much into it, but we're uh, going to be pitching a show soon, so we're excited about that. Um, I right yeah. I, thank you. Um, you know, it's, it, it's just funny. Cause like, I've been pitching, I've been pitching shows for like seven years, now, <laughs> seven, eight years. Um, like I started when I was young, you know, like when I came back, like, uh, when I came back, went to college, I went to like some screening event. I ended up meeting, meeting Fred Siebert and like, he was super nice. And like, first time I ever pitched anything was like sending him a script. And I obviously didn't, nothing happened, but he was nice enough to read it and give me some notes um, and so on and so forth so you know I guess like uh, I guess for me uh, drawings uh, drawings always been a passion but so is like just the idea of cartoons like that's really like my biggest thing like cartoons animation all that
0: yeah I uh, that's actually a question I, I, I ask or at least a topic I always bring up on the show is you know, I have. You're not the only. Uh, see, I was going to say artist. But you're not the only individual that has come on and 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 this blanket term of this one thing that they do. Yet they've dabbled in so many different facets of of whatever, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, and it's it's a question of like, do you want to be labeled as that one thing? And I think even Chris, when he was on, was like, nope. I think I I don't want to put words in his mouth in his mouth but I think he even says he's like no I'm a filmmaker. <laughs> um yeah. and he didn't want to be you know known as anything else even though he does do everything else. Um and it's a really fascinating thing. Like me personally I was like I, I don't like being the uh, I don't like the umbrella term. I like letting you know I do XYZ ABC. You know I like I like letting you know. Um but you know there are times where you can't <laughs> Certain situations don't don't uh, allow for you to say all your different traits and skills. But um, it it is important that we, you know, don't just, especially if we do so many things, don't just, you know, um, take that away from ourselves. Like, no, no, I am good at all this other shit. Um, Pitching the show stuff, though. I've done that once. Um, it's, yeah, it, and you've done it many times. It is, uh, as you know, it's... Uh, it's, it's not a great, um, uplifting uh, feeling when, obviously, they, they don't go your, at <laughs> your idea. Um, it's a, one hell of a, of, a, of a system they got going on at these studios and all these places. But um, is, I obviously don't let that take you down. But is that something that has uh, stopped you from doing it further? Have they ever said yes? I don't even know. Have they ever said yes to anything?
1: Uh, well, no, unfortunately, like I always get like, you know, great feedback and great notes and yeah everything. Um, so it, it's funny like how, how like a few weeks can change everything. Cause I was excited to come on here and tell you about the pitch that was going to be working on. And now it's like a different story. Mm. Um, so, um, how do I, where I start? So I guess last year, you know, because I'm always like googling like the same terms. I'm Googling like animation, pitch, blah, blah, blah. And I found this uh this company called Tongle. Uh they're a marketing company and they work with a lot of big brands. And like basically it's a platform for creators uh to pitch, you know, do like pitch decks for different companies, whether it be like, you know, like maybe like an insurance firm or Venmo, and they're looking for everything from like filmmakers to writers to puppet puppeteers. Um, and it's, it's really cool. It's, it's, I, I love it. I love the site. So anyway, uh, with, uh, in partnership with LEGO, they created this site called LEGO World Builder. And I want everyone you know, who's listening, who you know, likes animation, likes LEGO, to check this out. LWB LEGO World Builder. And you can create your own LEGO world uh, that people can see. Now, uh, originally when I found Tangle they were looking for pitches for to be part of a uh i'm not i can't go too into it just cuz it hasn't been re- released totally. yet yeah yeah totally uh for a special that'll hopefully be coming out before the end of this year uh and it was a good experience uh, it was nice cuz i got paid to pitch which you know i, I know this isn't something that really happens often mm-hmm. uh but yeah i got paid for the pitch uh, i didn't make it but you know i got got some great feedback and i liked the designs i made um and so uh a few months later they announced they're going to do pitch fest, uh, which was basically you could pitch your Lego world that I had, I, I made a little Lego world just for fun. And a few people liked it and they're like, Oh, we're doing pitch fest. Um, and literally somebody from Tonga was like, you know, you have, you decided to pitch your world, uh, because we think it would be really cool. Uh, the r- world is called galactic steam. It's sci-fi meets, uh, like, uh, old West. I'm a big fan of like train. I'm a, i love trains. Uh, I love the old West. And I love sci-fi, so I thought this would be a really cool world. Especially because, like, when it comes to Lego toys, uh, when it comes and it comes to like trains, I mostly only see the train and like, you know, Lego City and like the more like down-to-earth sets, which is really cool. But I thought this would be fun. So overall, I spent like a year on this pitch, and uh, with the with the and I also got help from people in the community because uh, it's like a collaborative world where you can like. Uh, Open it up so like people th- from the Lego World Builder community can like contribute things if you want them to, or scripts or stories. And it was great. I, I you know there were a lot of wonderful people on there, and they did a lot of great work. Uh, and, and I also got help from people outside of that. Um, so I entered it. I got into the semifinals. Uh, so out of 200, I, I was one of 20 picked, and I got to pitch to a Lego executive and a couple other people at tangle and it was great. But unfortunately, I didn't go through. Mm-hmm. I waited a long time to hear the news. Um, and like I was upset, not going to lie cuz worked so hard on that. And I was also I was more upset cuz like a lot of other people helped me and supported me and like worked on it. And I felt really bad for them. So it's just like at this crossroads we're like, you know, what are you going to do with this idea? You worked on this idea for so long. Or are you just going to let it go? Um and I really I really am really bad at letting things go when it comes to like my creative things. Uh, I, I, you know, I have like this, I, I guess I call it shelving it or filing it away. And, but this was an idea. Like I really thought was going to go further because like, you know, I, 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 I believed in it and a lot of other people did too. So I guess the reason I, I'm happy to bring this up is because I want people who are listening to this and they're thinking of pitching and they're thinking of working on like, something like I've worked on uh, to always be working on other things. I got this advice from uh, actually a creator from Brazil, Pedro. Um, He, you know, he mentioned this during one of his webinars. Uh, He's a creator of cupcake and dino on Netflix. Definitely check that out. If you haven't watched it, great show for kids and adults Um, always be working on, always be working on like another idea. Like you can't put all of your eggs in one basket. And I I never do that I I never do that anymore. Uh, while I was while I was working on the Lego thing, I was still working on the pitch with Nick. I'm working on I'm working on a webcomic right now. So I guess it hurt less knowing I had other things going on. Like that this wasn't it. That this wasn't over. The other thing is, you know, you have to be proud of all the work you put into it. Mm-hmm. And I am. I'm proud of the minifigures I created, I'm I'm fr- proud of the characters I created, the world I built, and it's something I can put into my portfolio. So, you know, you have to try to take the best out of it. Now, uh, to circle back to what I said, though, you know, I'm still not sure what I'm going to do with this world. Uh, Lego Lego said it was a phenomenal pitch. Uh, they said it was, you know, a wonderful story and everything like that. But you know, it, it it no matter what one person tells you, it's you know everything gets lost in translation between people. Because when I first started this pitch, you know, people between Lego and Tongo were looking for more, uh, maybe possibly a story that was a little more mature. Not like, you know, super mature, but something with like, you know, I guess maybe a deeper tone. So I had a bit of a deeper tone in some of the character stories. Um, because like the main character, his father, you know, you don't see it or anything, but the father has passed away. And they felt that was too, you know, much for kids. And, you know, I'm not going to fight it. I'm not going to argue that. But I guess as someone who's been a kid and still watches kids shows you know I feel like I feel like executives and companies don't realize how much kids can absorb and uh, take in and not and, and not take it the wrong way like kids are smarter than people oh. give them credit for Oh yeah I mean I mean look you know look at our generations like we, we've watched Bambi and we've watched like uh, finding Nemo his, his mom is gone in the first act like you know we you know they're you know it's sad, but you know I, I feel like I feel like that's part of life. So they they asked you know they, they mentioned like I should try to pitch this again next year because they're gonna do this whole thing again, but you know to make it lighter And basically I'm at the point where do I take this idea and you know make it more kid friendly And, I'm, and I, you know and it's not like that's something, I wasn't prepared for and that's something i'm prepared for with any pitch you know you have to be prepared for um what's the word for it uh can't think of the word right now Start with the c criticism uh no 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 uh, <laughs> no 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 what's the word uh when you're trying to uh you know not collaborate oh my gosh uh, compromise compromise thank you <laughs> uh <laughs> you have to be prepared to compromise no matter what the pitch is what no matter what the show is like um, this is another bit of advice. Like, you can't go into any pitch with a show that's a hundred percent complete. You have to go into it with a show that's like somewhere between like sixty to eighty-five percent complete. Yep. Because if it's hundred percent complete, like they'll be like, "I can't make any real suggestions because I feel like they won't take them. I feel like yeah. this is their baby, and they'll be offended by me saying maybe this person should do this instead of that." maybe this shouldn't happen and said, this should happen. So you have to go in there prepared to compromise. And you know, that's what I was ready to do. Um, so it's either do these compromises and normally I I actually would be more open to doing it. But the thing is at this point, it's not just my show, uh, because other people helped with this, you know, like Uh, more, more than usual. um, because usually the usually the help is that I get like feedback from friends and family or teachers that I've had and then I get get their notes and you know that, that's that's about as much help like as I get from most of these pitches but I got I got help from people from all over the internet um so my other my other thing is that I could take the story and you know it's totally fine in a couple of months take it down from the site and just retool it for like I don't know, like another another company, just just not. It just can't be Lego. It just has to be everybody has to be you know people or aliens or whatever. Yeah. So you know, it's a crossroad. Um, but you know, just just to end this story, because you know, I think I think that's about as much as I can say about it. <laughs> is that you know even even though you know it, some people might see this as like wow I can't believe you put all this, all this energy in there and you didn't get it you know that's life that's life you know like if you don't try you never going to get anywhere you're never going to get anywhere cuz so for every person who makes it there's so many people who don't
0: mm-hmm. and
1: you have to and the person who didn't make it this time might make it next time you know they just have to you know compromise a little or learn something new like i even though i feel like i'm not there yet i look back at like my art and my writing from like a few years ago i know i've improved but i need to keep working
0: i Wow, because the the aspect about you you know pitching and and it, and it not going the way you wanted, um, you know a lot of people going back to what we were saying before about you know your artistry is not just your hobby, but to a large degree it's it's who you are. It's who, it's 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 kind of your career, your 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 love, and a lot of people don't see creatives like that. They don't see you know, and I've, I've had this conversation a million times, which is, you know, someone who has a nine-to-five job or what have you sees people like maybe us or other folks that, that are that are creative and just go, just get a real job, man. Get get on with it, you know? Stop failing it and stop, stop. They're never going to like what you do and all this stuff. And it's, to a large degree, that has nothing to do with why we do what we do. It has everything to do with because we're so in love with it. Of course, you wanted Lego to say yes. Of course, you would have loved <laughs> for them to pick up whatever it is that you made and actually I have it right here in front of me. I'll watch it when I'm when I'm done. Um, you know, and, and take it and do magical things with it. You know, with your collaboration, of course. But, again, correct me if I'm wrong, that's not what it's always about, right?
1: No. Absolutely not. No. I mean, like, don't get wrong, like, I can't, I'm not going to say, like, it wouldn't have been really freaking cool <laughs> to, like, go into Lego and see, like, my characters and, like, the store yeah. and, like, sets, you know. But that's that's not why I made the story. Like, I made the story because I love trains and I love space and I wanted to do something fun.
0: Yeah, people, it's know? funny because people hear us talk, they're like, I, I, they make, you know, we kind of seem like we're crazy. We're like, we have stories in our heads. It's got to get out there. This guy, it's got to go on paper. It's got to do, you know, wherever it is. And some people look at you like you're fucking nuts. It's like, yeah, but well, because you decided, or you don't have this in you, you know, you know, and not everybody has this, whatever you want to call it, this creative bug or what have you. I don't know if it's, you know, part of me wonders if it's really part of certain people's DNA structures. It's really fascinating, like because it's a the the brain functions in a completely different manner. Some of us use our left side and the others use the right side. Um, And it's just an extraordinary thing. And no, you can't like my mom, my dad, your parents, whoever, family members, you tell them that you're going to do this thing and they're just like, all right, whatever. So look at the newspaper. There's (laughs) drops, And you're like, no, that's not what this is about. But um, yeah, go on.
1: Oh, no, no, I was just saying, like, I've been there, too. Like, I, you know, I love my family. They're very supportive. But once in a while, like, they're like, you know, maybe you should do, you know, take this test or do this. Right. And it's, yeah. you know, but it's not like I'm not, like, making a living doing Ex- this. Like, exactly. It could be better. And that's why I'm trying so hard. Like, that's why, like, there are nights where I finish doing my day job and then I'll spend the next eight hours without sleep working on the project that I feel like will make my life better. Along with, like, you know. You know, not only making my life better financially, but like, I guess spiritually, you know, like, because like I'll have put the story out there that I want to tell.
0: It's funny because a lot of us, it's true. Some of us really suck at what we are, you know, inspired to do. Some of us just have no talent and maybe the people that are telling us to stop have a point. (laughs) Maybe we should, but not you. You're not one of those people, I don't think. And I think you're pretty talented I from, you know I've only seen a few things and I think it's just you know there again like I said a few people that that need that that actual advice that's like okay I think it's time to, to hang it up but um, because you know they'll never they'll never get any better but um, I was I've looked at your Instagram account again only place that I've seen your work and I've, I've started from the beginning and I've worked my way till right now and you've ab- you've obviously have changed. You've grown as an artist. You've gotten better. You've learned how to shade better. You've learned how to, you know, X, Y, and Z. And that's only due to hard work and dedication. That does not happen in five minutes. I mean, I don't know what you did to get there. And whatever it is that you did, kudos. You know, cool, you found your way to get there. But you put that hard work in. And uh, no one sees it. And that's there's that. And it's just one of those things where it's like, I know you've seen it yourself. Like you know that you yourself, Peter, has put in the hard work. But it kind of sucks that you can't go. Look, everybody. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> does that does that does that affect you? Because I know it affects a lot of other artists. This fact the the fact that people don't appreciate all the time and effort that goes in.
1: You know, um, first of all, thank you. I really appreciate your words. They're very kind, and I appreciate it. Um, so, you know. I don't know. Uh, you know, like I, I think it did at a point. Um, like okay, so let me backtrack a little. I guess let's go back to like when I first started doing art again. I got into college, um, and I made I made new friends, uh like Paul and Chris and other friends, uh, you know, like one of my best friends now, uh Bueno, fantastic photographer and uh editor and director, um and a regional friend Dave and et cetera, like, you know, they're all great guys and you know we you know even now after so many years we still like hang out do board games and stuff like that but i think you know for like a long time a long time i realized i needed to like have another group of friends that like also were artists like they're really cool and you know like and they do awesome things but i needed like i really didn't have any friends who like also drew and and things like that, and, like, I was, like, and I I never realized that was something I really needed, um, and I think, like, that was something, another thing that came from the pandemic, I, so, I don't, you know, it's funny, like, even though it wasn't that long ago, and I also have a shit memory, um, I really do, that's why I'm very happy I'm dating somebody who (laughs) remembers everything, because I don't remember anything, um, uh, so during the pandemic, at some point, I was like, I really want to, like, learn more. So, you know, I started following more people on Instagram. I started reaching out to people like uh, Alejandro, who's a phenomenal artist uh, in Chicago. I (laughs) think To me, I think of him as, like, the Charles Schultz of Chicago right now. Because he has, like, this uh, character called uh, Who is is Alley Cat? Alley Cat, like, is, like, his Snoopy. Um, And, like, I see his work and it inspires me. Uh, we eventually like we became friends. I've never met him, but like, you know, like I started like making friends through online who are also artists. Then, you know, uh, Nick, you know, reach out to me and then like, it's good to have these friends who do see I'm getting better. Um, besides from Nick and Matt, um, after CSI, you know, a while after that, I went to Kingsborough college in Brooklyn, uh, for my girlfriend because she wanted, she needed to take a class there. And I went along, you know, just for fun. And I went there and I saw this brochure and I ended up like, (laughs) I ended up going for my uh, associates in animation there uh, because, you know, I was like, Oh, you know, why not? So, you know, I I met a lot of great people there, including um, this uh, great guy, Troy. He's another phenomenal artist uh, at Zodiac Troy Um, and uh, Jabari, great kid, amazing, amazing uh, comic artist, uh, Uh, at gummy proxy, if you want to follow him too. Um, so I started surrounding myself with like these people who did see it, who did appreciate it. And I I didn't do it just for that reason, but it was like this Mm -hmm. really nice consolation prize that like Jabari could be like, Oh wow, you know, Pete, you've gotten so much better since like our illustration class, or like Nick could be like, I could see how much you've improved since like we started this stream and things like that. So I think it's always good to have people in your life who get you a little bit more. And, you know, I feel like, I feel like, you know, TV and movies give you like this weird idea of life all the time. And one weird idea they give you is that you stop making friends at a point or you can only make your close friends in college or in high school. And that's such bullshit. Like, you can make friends until you're like 80. Like there's no like limit. <laughs> and yeah, I was uh, I was fortunate enough to meet people who got me, you know, and I think that I think that I I appreciate that so much that validation, even even if it's like, it's it, it just sounds weird, you know. I didn't I never really thought about it until this moment. But, yeah, I'm I, I'm lucky to have them.
0: Yeah, it's just something that I I know. See, on this show, I like to get a little philosophical no I just you know it's just one of these things like I, 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 of course I want to focus on your artwork but it's also something like I want to I don't know if I want to but like I, I know I do it personally so I, I'm always curious if other creative people are doing it to themselves and wondering like I mean because there's no doubt that we're all and it's something with being a creative type of person it's just we're always looking for that validation or some sort of like oh please like me <laughs> please like what I do and it's just it's just something I'm always curious if that if that uh, ticks for other people. Um, so I know you mentioned that a lot of your artwork started from the digital realm, your phone, and you you use a drawing pad now. What's the brand you said?
1: Uh, it's called a uh, XP Pen. Uh, so uh, XP Dash Pen. It's it's a really good brand. Um, to me, it's the brand you get if you want like like there's uh, Cintiq and uh wacom or i can't even say the word right now but like if you want like a really good tablet with a screen but you don't want to spend like a thousand dollars xp pen mine is like a 16 inch uh, tablet with a screen and i think i spent under 300 dollars for it
0: yeah i, I use huey on. i think they're phenomenal oh, as well
1: so you want to know something funny this the person who created this company came from that company
0: no way
1: yeah, like oh, this, uh, that. The comp- so the company you just mentioned, that was my first digital tablet without a screen. Then I, then I ended up going to. Um, I don't know if you ever heard of Ctn. No, no, no. Uh, Ctn is so. This is for any animation people out there. Any anyone who loves like, um, even just loves like just the culture of animation. I can't, I can't go this year just because I I still don't feel comfortable like flying. Mm. But Ctn was one of my best experiences as, a, as someone in this field. Uh, it is the Creative Talent uh, Network uh, Expo, CTNX. Um, and basically in Burbank, California, which is kind of like the mecca of uh, animation in this country, it's a convention that happens every year, and we have people coming from Nickelodeon, Disney, Cartoon Network, uh, Stupid Monkey, and mm-hmm. um, like all, like the uh, DreamWorks, uh, all like the big, all the big animation studios, and they have tables, they have webinars, they have panels. Um, and what? Well, sorry, I'm so used to the word <laughs> webinar. Yeah. Uh, they have real life webinars, which are panels. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, you know, I I I had a great experience there. Uh, I got to meet the creator of uh, Hey Arnold, Craig Bartlett, super oh, sweet guy. Wow. Uh, I got to meet uh, Jorge Gutierrez, who's one of my heroes. Um. If you don't know Jorge Gutierrez, look him up right now at Mexopolis. Uh Jorge Gutierrez is the creator of El Tigre on Nickelodeon, the creator of Book of Life the movie, oh. and the creator of Maya and the 3 which is, nef- which is on Netflix right now. Go watch it. It's so so good. Anyway, um so yeah, if you it's happen the CTN is happening next week. So look into it for November. Um it's such a great it's such a great expo. Why am I talking about this
0: again? Why did I talk about this? I, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I had asked, uh, you know, we had, we were talking about the pen. The
1: pen. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Wait, um, like the tablet, right?
0: Yeah, well, yeah, because, you know, I, I my question was going to be, um, well, I yeah, was going to mention I used Huey on, and that's really fantastic that that individual went from there to there. Um, yeah, fantastic. <laughs> I, uh, both devices, fantastic. Yeah. Um, no, but I was going to uh, ask cuz I know I uh, was wondering if you had started drawing when you were a kid. Um, clearly animation you, these days requires digital, not so much paper. Um, but is that something you you also do and do you do other like do you canvas art? I mean, I know a lot of people um, you know, they like, they like to stick to their their thing, but do you dabble in the other things?
1: Um, so um Okay, just 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 so I don't seem completely dumb, even after you edit this, sure. I just want to say, uh, so once again, definitely check out CTNX, guys. Really cool. Happens at during November every year. Very worth it if you want to get into this field. You can you can even like do portfolio reviews there. So oh, please check nice. it out. Now, um, yes, uh, I think all forms of art are cool. I'm not good at all forms of art but I like to dabble. Um, so I'm trying to think. Well, let me think. Let me think. Uh, every year I, I at least paint once or twice. Uh, one of my favorite paintings is always behind me in the stream. Uh, it's a painting of my cat. Uh, <laughs> and she, I love cats. Um, I love to draw. That's one of my favorite things to draw cats, cute little kawaii cats. Um, it was, it's funny because um, she's, it was also part of a story that I wrote for a, uh, the comic book website, the comic review website I used to work for, but it just, you know, unfortunately because of school and stuff, I just never got to even begin to finish it or begin to begin it. Um, but I still love the idea of the characters and they were all based on my pets. Uh, so my cat Charlotte um, is like the main character. And it's kind of like my love of like the D and type of world. Right. And like, in the, like she's like this, I guess chaotic, neutral thief. And so I painted a big mur- three-foot mural of her in her armor and stuff like that. Um, and then uh, besides uh, painting once in a once in a blue moon, so I still draw. Um, I don't draw as much traditionally as I used to, but a lot of times when I'm trying to start a sketch, it just never starts right when I'm doing it digitally. So one 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 thing I do that helps me and you know gets me drawing with a pencil again is i draw the sketch first and then i scan it and then from there i start digitizing um you know i I do like the rough traditionally and for some reason the rough for me always seems better and more natural when i do it do it that way i mean you know obviously more naturally because i'm you know it's from a pencil sketch but you know it just it just helps me so much um and then um trying to think of anything else uh uh, you know, one thing I used to love doing and that got me back into drawing too when I started drawing was Inktober. Um, but the last couple of years i haven't done Inktober because there's been so many amazing prompt lists. Uh, so I've just done like prompt lists digitally. Um, this year, I guess I'm going into another project. Uh, this year I decided to do something called Projecttober. Um, a friend of mine I used to work with, who used to be my editor. A friend of his created it, and it's it was a really cool idea. You know, basically, think of a project you want to do and try to finish it before the end of the month. And I was like, that, that's that's cool. You know, it's it's a, it's a – I, I work better with deadlines, especially. And it's kind of like I'm giving myself a deadline because, you know, when you're working for a client and you have a deadline, that's what you got to do. But when you're working for yourself, sometimes you're just like, eh, you know, and, I, and that's, like, the worst thing you can do because you have to, like – put importance on your own work and not just the work you're getting paid for.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so for Project Tober, I took an idea I had, um, I guess, six or seven years ago. From what I, It was probably my first thing, Tober. Um, and what I did was I created this um, story called uh, Justice Unlimited Elementary. Uh, it was like an elementary school with kids who have superpowers um, and it's funny because after I thought I thought of that idea and I shelved it, um, there were more ideas like that. Like uh, My Hero Academia came out, which I love to death,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um, I think it's uh, Stanley's like Super Super School, which is like a show about like kindergarteners who are, have superpowers and their teacher is Arnold Schwarzenegger for some reason. <laughs> um, and I, and, I, and I and I thought that was great. You know, sure. I, I I rarely I rarely feel ill will. Because nothing anyone does is 100% original. And that's just life. Like, you know, no matter what, no matter how creative, how off-the-wall crazy your idea is, there's a trace of something else in there. Because unless you've been living in a box and, you know, someone blessed you with, like, the notions of, like, you know, vampires and robots and... uh. Drama and romance. There, you know, you, you, we're all inspired by something. So anyway, um, after that in October years ago, I just you know I never did anything with the idea. So I went through my ideas because I was going to make another TV pitch. That was going to be my project. So I found you know um, Justice Unlimited Elementary, and I started working on it. Um, I created, I redid the characters. It was, that was actually, if you want to see, if you want to see before and after uh, look at some of my project over my first project over drawings because like, um, like brick, I have brick 2021 to brick, uh, 20, uh, I guess 16 or 14 or 13 or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. And like the comparison is just crazy from what I did and what I've done now. And I, it made me feel so good. Like knowing that, like I could take, I could still have this cool idea and make it look even better. So as I was working on that, uh, you know, project, um, It you know I I didn't you know at first I was like okay I'm gonna make this into a pitch I'm gonna think of episode ideas and I did, and then I was like you know I don't know if I want to make this into a pitch, because I really like the idea, and I didn't want this to become another thing where like I'm setting up meetings and I'm calling things like I like these kids like you know like they're a lot of fun and like I'm already excited to tell their stories, so instead I'm I've decided to make it into a comic, because that's something I've always wanted to do. So I'm making it into a webtoon,
0: Ooh.
1: which is a really cool platform. Um, if anyone hasn't been on it yet, great, great platform. And now even DC Comics has web webtoons. It's crazy. Um, so hopefully, my my goal is before the end of the year to have my first four chapters up.
0: That's incredible. Um, yeah. Holy oh, shit. Um, yeah. No, I, I I like that a lot. I mean, <laughs> I I think. Uh... I think I've been on there before, I don't know, maybe.
1: It's really, it's really cool, um, I I... and it's cool because things are getting picked up. Like uh, a couple of the shows on Crunchyroll, which is a
0: yeah, very yeah. popular.
1: That they're from, they're from Webtoon. Oh shit! Uh, I believe a uh, Tower of God, which is a great anime, originally Webtoon things like that. That's wild. So, yeah, no, it, it's cra- it, it, it's crazy, um, and it's cool because, like, as you know, it, you don't have to be anyone's, you know, famous or you know seen as special you mm-hmm. can just make your and, like as long as like the formula from what I've seen and you know um, I guess kind of going back to like uh, you know the pandemic and my time during the pandemic is there's so much you can learn from the internet and that sounds so obvious Yeah, it's I feel like it. it's always good to remind people because during the pandemic that was one way I got better at drawing like I took Besides taking like uh, the webinars, which were amazing, like Netflix did webinars, DreamWorks did webinars, and I took every webinar I could, like every webinar I could. But there's also like amazing tutorials. Um, uh, this one mangaka, uh, White W H uh, Y T T, he's an amazing artist. Uh, if you if you uh, are interested in making comics or webtoons, definitely check him out. Um, there's so many like great classes you could take I guess you could think of see them as classes that you could just take by you know going on YouTube and that's that's why I decided to do like webtoons because uh, I'm sorry you could take by doing YouTube um, and that's why I decided to do webtoons because like I was like I'm not sure what I'm gonna do and then I went on YouTube and I found all these webtoon creators who made tutorials and answered questions and I was like all right I feel more comfortable I, I know what to expect what not to expect and how to do this correctly so as long as you have like a plan um, no matter what your project is, like making a comic, making a cartoon, making an animation uh, or, you know, even or a novel or a book, as long as you have like some kind of plan, it's so helpful. It's so helpful to do that. And there's so many people who are nice enough to like make videos to help you with that. Yeah, I
0: think a lot of people are, are uh, you know, and I, I see it with younger kids. I, I, they, they're they kind of like... Uh, oblivious to the amount of information that could be on the internet. (laughs) And it's just, uh, it's like everything's at your fingertips. Everything is begging for you to search for it and you just got to go for it. Um, So two more questions before we wrap this up. And I think, you know, you've you've given a lot of information, you've given a lot of advice. um, But for this specific question, what advice, I mean, um, I don't know how old you are, but I'm sure you're not a child <laughs> so what advice do you okay. Okay. what advice do you have for younger kids that are dabbling getting into whether it's animation or just drawing in general or painting whatever it what have you um, in the fine arts of of well the fine arts what advice do you have for them mm.
1: so hmm loaded it's it's a simple question but it's also super loaded (laughs) of course uh but i'm gonna go with the first thing i thought of uh so the first thing i thought as soon as you asked that is uh don't let anyone ever make you feel bad or weird about what you want to do um whether it be drawing or painting or directing anything anything at all because that's what you want to do And the worst thing you could do is stop being yourself. Ever. Ever. And that's what I did. Kudos. I did that to myself. That's, uh, yeah. That's a
0: tough one for a lot of folks. Because it also happens when you're not even realizing it's happening. Sometimes. Um, yeah. So, uh, this is the last question I always ask, or at least I try to ask everybody. Uh... And it''s it's a, it's a little bit more you know um, geared towards you specifically um, I'm a movie guy love movies love making them I think uh, you know great medium what is a film for you that kind of connects your 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 love for for what you do um, what, what's one of your favorite films that might have to do or that is animated or that has to do with, with animation or art
1: if you have? Mm-hmm. Jeez, uh I don't know um uh, try to think or, or what
0: may be your favorite just animated film
1: that, I, I don't know if that's harder <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> I'm sure a guy like you have seen the ones we've even in, have never even heard of
1: try to think um God, I'm, you know what it, it's funny because like I'm so much better with TV than movies but like I still watch like you know a lot of mm-hmm. animated films let me think for a second. Oh, you know, I guess while well, I'm thinking, do you have a favorite animated film? Uh,
0: I always go with the, 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 probably the obvious in the room. Toy Story for me always holds up. It, the, the story to it, the fact that it was revolutionary at, its time, um, hmm. all that just holds up for me. Um, but I'm sure if I was to sit down and really think about it, I don't even know where I would go. Um, but always when I'm put on the spot, I always go with Toy Story.
1: No, it's a good choice. Uh, it's it's an amazing film. But I'm
0: also sure I haven't seen as many animated films as you may have, or or shows. So there's that.
1: I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like whenever anything animated comes out, I I try to watch it. Oh, like, hi, yeah, no matter, yeah. Yeah, like yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll binge a whole I'll binge a whole animated series in like a day if I if I can. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. <sighs> I, you know, I really, I can't honestly answer that without like a good answer. Uh, I can say, you know, I I love, I, I love uh, movies. I talk about animation. Yeah, um, yeah. uh Like the last one I saw was a Pixar story. Um, phenomenal film. If you haven't seen it, it's a documentary yep. about Pixar started, mm-hmm. and you know, same thing. Um, there were guys who had an idea, and. They tried hard and they worked hard and they, they got, you know, they found someone who believed in them and happened to be Steve Jobs. And Mm -hmm. from there, you know, uh, you know, the rest is pretty much history. Uh, Definitely. I definitely suggest that. Um, You know, it's funny too, like with our, with our art stream and our book, in my book club, we, I always try to suggest things. So it's just funny that (laughs) I feel very on the spot right now Um, because like every, every, every week, you know, because of, because of Netflix, because of Hulu, HBO Max, um, there's so many. There's so many things coming out every every week. Every week, there's something coming out. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um,
0: and, then, I guess, and then the things you just mentioned, webtoons, Crunchyroll, they're just just pumping out even more stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it's, you know, like, and I think like whenever anyone hears animation, you know, like, it's like sometimes I think people think there's like a divide between like animation and anime, but there's not. You know, like it's all animation, whether oh, it be yeah. like whether it be like a film from you know Japan or germany or you know like uh for or from here uh i guess uh if i'm gonna go an older school one that i love um and it's funny because like i haven't watched it in a while but it's definitely one of my favorites uh i gotta go iron giant
0: mm.
1: yeah so and you know what it is it's not like it's not it's not like an insane movie where like this couldn't this couldn't have possibly done live action but because it was animated, it just... It did something different to, like, the feeling of the story. Yeah. And it's, like, just a, a timeless classic now. That I think is just so identifiable, no matter what. And, and, that's, and that's something that, like... I feel like so many films and shows try to be... They try to have something in them that, like... When you see it, you think, oh, that's that. You know, and Iron Giant has that. Toy Story has that. Like, and... You know that that's how you know a good film because, like, within like a second, you know what you're watching, because of that one thing.
0: Yeah, I'm big on story, and I think, obviously, and you know this, that animation can get away with a lot more than obviously a live action film, and it's not even just like they can get away with adult themes more because it's easier to hide it. Not even just that, but the the fact that yeah, there, there's a little bit somehow some way. There's a little bit more of a deeper tone, deeper understanding, deeper message somehow that Iron Giant could provide than if it was Mm -hmm. live action or um, CGI'd or what have you. There's something to that hand-drawn version that just, uh, I don't know, it just just speaks to you in a different way. Um, I think that's why it's such an important medium. I think... uh, I mean, of course, like I said, you can get away with adult themes. Look at Big Mouth. I don't know if you've checked that out.
1: Um, um, I'm, actually, I'm actually rewatching Big Mouth for the second time right now. Yeah, it's I season, season five. five.
0: Yeah, it just dropped.
1: I, season five and I was like, I gotta watch this again because um, I'm a big fan of uh, Mulaney and Kroll. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, The League. And, like, um, it's just such... I mean, like, oh, just just a little thing about Big Mouth for anyone who hasn't watched it yet. It is raunchy and disgusting. <laughs> it's but, funny it's so good and i and if you don't understand why it's good I, I i i was actually talking to paul about this the other day um it is the reason south park doesn't grow up meaning like if the south park kids got older this is where they would be at mm. like story wise you know because we keep them young they don't they may joke around about these kind of uh topics but it's not like affecting them because they're still like 10 years old right, right meanwhile this is the true story of like kids who are hitting puberty and in, in all reality you know kids are gross you know like teens are gross <laughs> But you know you know it's all being a human is gross yeah and you know and, and I, I think it's really cool that like they talk about this you know because as as gross or as uncomfortable you may feel you know you can't say it's not you know real
0: yeah, it's it's in, a, in an odd way, though not the entire show, it's quite educational. Like, a, yeah. a, I don't know if I would have been watching this at a certain age. I, I may have. Who knows? I was watching some weird shit as a kid. But it. Oh, I it,
1: know. oh absolutely. Like, my, my girlfriend's <laughs> always like, Why were you watching Frasier when you were eight? Me I was, too. Like, it was like, It was like Nick and Knight. That's what it was on. Yeah. I, love I, Frasier, I was.
0: Yeah. 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 Same. Same. It's actually, now that you mentioned Frasier... Favorite show of all time is Frasier. Oh,
1: it's it's definitely on my at least top five. Yeah, for sure. The, I, I got it. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Go no, ahead. no,
0: There's just something about it, and I, I, and it's like Seinfeld. I mean, Seinfeld. I was talking to to my girlfriend about it as well. Like Seinfeld is literally a show. I mean, we have all discussed this about Seinfeld. It's just about four people who are just so self absorbed and don't give a rat's ass about anybody else around them, and that's exactly. why we gravitate towards that because we're like, wow, what if we were all like that? What if I was like that? You know? And that's why it's so fucking funny because it's, it's nearly impossible for for a group to be like that. Um, maybe not. Well, it's maybe funny. not. But
1: <laughs> It's funny because like, um, Seinfeld is such like a good uh, show to bring up because, for one, um, in the idea that like, for one, uh, in the idea that like, you know, we wouldn't have this without that, like how I was saying, like, yeah. you know, we Get inspiration from something. Uh, big Mouth. Uh, you know, Nick Roll has said like when he was a kid watching, like when he was, when he was a teenager watching Seinfeld, it was like the first time he heard anyone talking about masturbation, <laughs> and that's why, like you know, on TV, and that's why, like in Big Mouth, there's you know little cutaways that look like they're at the restaurant, yeah, because you know Seinfeld was a big inspiration for that, and then one of my favorite shows, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, I've been yeah. saying for ever is that we wouldn't have that show without seinfeld because that is it is the predecessor to that series like wow okay like and especially if you watch the newer season uh or one of the newer seasons they even like have a have a segment where like they're all dressed as the characters from the episode the contest <laughs> um, you know like which i was like finally <laughs> like finally we bring this up like they it is like it is the you know like evolution of television from seinfeld to always sunny and God knows what comes next, but luckily, Always Sunny returns uh, December, which I'm really excited about.
0: I'm a few seasons behind, but it's, I definitely, I definitely saw the first. Oof, how many were they at now?
1: Uh, Fourteen, I think.
0: Oh, so maybe half, maybe not half, but I've definitely seen a bit. I definitely have to get back into that. That yeah, you're I, not I wrong with fantastic.
1: I highly suggest it because, like this, this new season, like they're going to talk about they're basically the new season is 2020 they're going to touch on they're going to touch on everything, yeah. to touch on
0: everything. <laughs> okay well that that's actually quite exciting um but yeah so uh i i love how i kind of fried your brain with that question about your favorite animated film
1: i know uh, <laughs> i'm glad I'm, I'm kind of glad i didn't know this ahead of time because i probably would have spent the whole day thinking about it yeah so um because it's funny because like you know i'm i'm a, I'm a I'm a big book person and I love art books and like, you know, for anyone who doesn't have any art books are basically the books that studios create. uh, And it's filled with like notes and storyboards from the movie. Like toy story has an art book uh, into the spider verse has an art book, which is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And so on. And I'm looking around my room and I'm like, I, I I love all these, I love all these shows. I love all these movies. It's it's really hard to pick just one because they're all amazing for, different
0: reasons into the spider-verse is certainly up there for me
1: yeah. oh, so okay. good and i'm so happy clone high is coming back when i when i watched into the spider-verse and saw that there was a poster for clone high season like nine nineteen, 19 i was like they remember <laughs> they remember how <laughs> much oh, amazing clone high was oh god
0: so this has been uh, quite a fun uh conversation quite insightful um you do a lot of stuff. You're really you're a very busy man. Um, that being said, uh, feel free, and we'll put them in the in the in, in the uh, description section, description box. Uh, lay out all the the places our our lovely fans could find you.
1: I mean, uh, the best place you can find me is at Gerardo Peter on Instagram. And um, you know, I put this out to everybody. If you ever want to just DM me, talk animation or drawing, I'm always down. Uh, if you want any advice i don't know if i don't know what i can help you with but i'm always happy to help people if they need it um even if it's just like you know a question to get started so you know hit me up at gerato peter on instagram
0: sweet 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 that was that was good man thank you for being on